How many of you are excited about Christmas? You're excited? How many of you are ready to open up some presents? Anybody? Woohoo! Yeah, Dick, I knew it. Thank you. Judah, is that me? Me. Okay, thanks, bud. So I don't know about you, but we had this Christmas tradition where it started when we were maybe about their age, where we would get to open up usually our stocking and one Christmas present on Christmas Eve. Anybody still do something like that? You get one, right? You get one. Something happened by high school, and we just did it all Christmas Eve night. I think my parents really wanted to sleep in, and they obliged us kids, or maybe we just wore them down. I don't know what it is, but, but inevitably, you know, you, you open up a gift, and you're excited for mm, 5.3 seconds, right? And then it's on to the next gift, right? And then, you know, the disappointment and letdown when you're out of gifts, right? Right? Well, this uh, morning, my, uh, my folks got to come. Uh, they came Saturday, or Sunday night, and then they left this morning, and, and they got to do a little bit of Christmas stuff with Judah and Olivia before they left. And so they had some presents to open. And sure enough, as soon as the first one was open, oh, Star Wars. You remember, buddy? Star Wars. I've always wanted this. It's, a, it's, it's my wish come true. Right? Olivia got this uh, Barbie puppy thing, right? Um, that I think is a gift to annoy us half to death because it, it walks and barks and talks. I've always wanted this. It's my Christmas wish, right? Now, friends, here's the thing. It wasn't soon after they opened that and they were like, what's next? What's the next thing? And it wasn't soon after that they were then on to other stuff. I want to watch a movie. I'm hungry. I'm bored. Can, can you do this? Can we play? Can you... And it just, it was quick. It, they went from one thing next to the, to the other thing. And can I tell you that I don't think any one of us really grows up out of that, right? I think for a lot of us, it may be more delayed. Like we may be happy with something for a day or a week, a month. But I'm willing to go out and on a limb and say that most of us in this room, by late February maybe middle March, we'll have moved on from Christmas, that Christmas outfit that you got that you were looking for. It's kind of like the third or fourth thing you might consider in your wardrobe, right? The, you've already had batteries wear out and parents, you don't want to replace them, right? Those things, while they're good and all those gifts that we get are nice, those feelings of happiness and contentment and joy are temporary though, right? As long as they work the way they work or as long as we don't want something else different or maybe better or, or as long as our interest is in those things, they, um, they'll be happy and they'll bring us joy, but eventually they will fade. But friends, there's one gift that was given that will never fade and that the joy is yours not just on Christmas Eve, not just one time a year, but every single day of the year. I want you to hear what, how John, Jesus' BFF, that's best friend forever, for those of you who might need to brush up on some slang. This is how he describes Jesus. In his gospel, starting in verse one of chapter one, in the beginning 
was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him, all things were made, even this ugly Christmas sweater, right? Without him, nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Friends, that is an everlasting gift. The light of Christ cannot be darkened by anything in your life. No matter how much you may feel the feelings of despair, the light of Christ will never be extinguished in your life if you allow Christ to be your Savior. Verse 6, there was a man sent from God whose name was John, John the Baptist. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who belonged in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision, or of a husband's will, but born of God. The Word became flesh. The Word became a baby in a manger to a poor family in an obscure town in the middle of nowhere. The Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us. We have seen His glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came for the Father, full of grace and truth. Friends, all of the gifts that you're about to open up, whether you do it all tonight, some of the kids are saying amen, mom and dad, listen to the pastor, or whether you do it tomorrow, or whether you still have other Christmas gatherings to go to the rest of this week, eventually the joy that you find in those things will wear out. And I guarantee you, those things will either become someone else's or they'll go somewhere else. How many Christmas gifts can you find in a Goodwill? How many Christmas gifts can you find in a landfill? But friends, the message that John wants to share with you and I, that he passes down through the tunnel of time over hundreds, thousands of years to us today, the message that we get to hold on to this Christmas Eve is that true life is found in believing in Christ. True light for your life is not found in things. It's not even found in your loved ones, though you get glimmers of it through those things, but is ultimately found in a relationship with the baby that grew up to fulfill his call to be our savior. True life is found and believing in Christ. And here's the amazing thing. John tells us that it is a free gift. They say the average American household will spend $1,496 this Christmas year on gifts. Can you believe that? But this gift 
that was given to us is free. And it's an everlasting gift, a gift that will never wear out if you just trust in what Jesus Christ came to do. Not only is it a free gift, but it's a family gift. How many of you love family gifts? Where it's one gift for the whole entire family, right? Uh, For us as a... um, Family, it was my dad taking us to go see a movie on Christmas Day. He was banned a number of years ago from picking the movies out after two years in a row of horrible movie picks, but it's still a tradition that we longed for and looked forward to. Some of you have your own family gifts. Perhaps it's a vacation. Well, the gift that Jesus brings to each and every single one of us is a family gift. And what I mean by that, it's a gift where you get to become his brother or sister. And if he's already your brother and sister, that means that the heavenly father is your dad. The king of kings, the Lord of lords, the almighty who created everything through Jesus Christ, you get to call father. And it's only a gift that is found in relationship with Jesus Christ. Now, friends, here's the... Here's the good news about the gifts that you have under your tree. Here's the good news about that Christmas ham or that Christmas turkey, or if you're my family, the Christmas salmon and Christmas tri-tip. Here's a good thing is the reason why I believe those things bring us joy is because they're to point us to the true giver of joy. While those things are temporary, they're meant to point us to the thing that is everlasting, and that is Jesus Christ. And here's the amazing thing, and we're going to illustrate this in a moment when we go to sing um, Silent Night, is this is a gift that the Lord Jesus wants to keep passing on to other people. It's not a gift that's meant to just be kept and hoarded and put up in a closet or shut behind closed doors. It is a gift that is meant to be shared and to be given It's a light that's supposed to shine for all mankind. It's a light that was given to you and given to me for the purpose of sharing with others. And so in a moment, I'm going to have my wife come up and join me, and we're going to light a candle, and we're going to come, and we're going to pass the light on to you. And then you're to those in the center aisle, then you're going to pass it to your neighbor, to your left or to your right until everyone here has their candle lit. And that is a visual reminder that 2,000 years ago, the light of life came into this world to bring to us true joy. And that we are called, for those of us who believe in Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, to pass that light on to others. And so I hope this Christmas, while you go have fun, open up your presents. I know I'm going to enjoy opening them up with Jude and Olivia and Heather tomorrow morning. That as you're unwrapping those bows and as you're tearing into the wrapping paper, unless you're one of those weirdos that likes to save wrapping paper, remain innocent, okay? Don't tattletale on yourself. Gift bags are okay. Wrapping paper, you're stretching it. Tissue paper, I've got a counselor you can talk to. 
as you're unpacking all of those things, rejoice in it. Be excited that people love you and gave you gifts. But remember that there is a greater gift that God has given to you and that God wants you to share to others. Amen? Amen. Would you join me in prayer?